Welcome to the JMP Cast. I'm your host, Josiah Michael Pyatt. This podcast is centered around the question, what does it look like to live in our identity in Christ and to actively participate in the Father's kingdom that's in our midst? On today's episode, we are going to be looking at the introduction to the letter that Paul wrote to the church in Colossae. I first wanted to briefly go over some details about what you can expect from this podcast. So we will be journeying through this letter of Colossians for the next 20 weeks. Each episode will be around 15 to 30 minutes long. These episodes will be released weekly. The best way to make sure that you don't miss any of these episodes and to follow this journey through this letter would be to subscribe to this channel. Now that we've gone over these details, let's dive into today's message. Have you ever felt like as Christians, sometimes we just talk? We say things that are important to us, but when we dig a little bit deeper into our life, we really quickly can see that there's so many inconsistencies. One example might be we say that it's important to love our neighbor, and yet if you were to go to someone's house right now and go to their neighbor, they don't even know who their neighbor is. Or in a broader sense, we say love our neighbor, but then when we look at the clothing that we're wearing or the materials that we purchase, it's not hard to see that these materials and these clothings have been made by slaves at the cost of another. And yet we so boldly say, yes, love our neighbor. But when we look at our actions, it's very clear that we, we don't at all do this. We don't actually believe this. Or let's take it a little bit deeper. Let's take it a little bit farther. Maybe when you look at your own life, when you think about the convictions that you have, and then you look at the actions that you're taking, if you're honest with yourself, you can see inconsistencies across the board. Or maybe you're someone who's looked at the church and its culture and you've seen the hypocrisy, you've seen its limitations, you've seen the the bad sides. Maybe you read Irresistible Revolution or Crazy Love. And you started to do things differently. You started to put yourself out there in places that you were uncomfortable to go to, but you felt the call to go. And now that you've gone and you've put yourself in there and you start building relationships with people that maybe you would have never known before, you start learning about the world and the things that have gone on. And now when you come to Jesus, it just becomes a a wrestling match. It just becomes a, a genie in a bottle where you're just asking God for things because you're so tired of everyone who wants things from you. You know, you knew this whole message of serving others and loving others. And as you've done that, you realized how needy people are. That every relationship, it just seems like it's turning into this process of someone just wanting to get something from you. And somehow that has over the years infiltrated into your own relationship with Jesus where he's the one guy who you can go and get something from. Or maybe if you're honest, you're walking with Jesus and you just feel that you've hit a ceiling in your relationship with him. You know, the honeymoon season with Jesus is over. And now there's this weird part of you, maybe it's been years now, that this, this question in your mind that has been percolating over time, but you've been scared to admit that it's there. You've been scared to even speak it out loud, which is, is this it? Is this all there is to following Jesus? I don't know if you can relate to any of these scenarios, but let me tell you, I've been there. And my friends that are followers of Jesus have been there too. Believe it or not, this letter to the Colossian church actually addresses these issues. Now, I'm not sure what kind of Christianity you've been living in or introduced to, 
But I want to be very clear. Jesus is less interested in answering your questions and he is a lot more interested in sharing his heart with you. He desires to have a relationship with you. You see, Jesus doesn't want to just give you the answers. He wants you to wrestle and process with him as you go on this journey of trust and and doubt and fear and, and all these different things. He wants you to actually work through these things with him. This is not about going to a destination. This is about a journey and a process. And yes, there is a trail that we walk on as followers of Jesus, and there are signposts along the way. But don't kid yourself, there are monsters in this forest, and the weather is unpredictable. And that is where Paul comes in, and he talks to us about the importance of holding fast to Jesus, of walking with him, of keeping him close. I say this because this letter addresses these issues, but it doesn't give you a clear-cut answer to them. These issues are not being reduced to a diagnosis and an antidote. It is much more relational than this. If you're looking for a clear three-point solution, an acronym, or an antidote, then this letter from Paul, and quite frankly, the whole New Testament, is probably just not for you. Instead, just like Jesus in the Gospels, Paul addresses these issues by providing a much more invitational and relational way. It's a losing yourself to gain yourself. It's a putting, on the old, putting off the old and putting on the new. A death and a resurrection. If we are trying to summarize this letter to the Colossians, I would use the words of Paul in the first chapter, verse 9. I'm reading from the English Standard Version. And so, from the day that we heard, we have not ceased to pray for you, asking that you will be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding, so as to walk in a way worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to him, bearing fruit in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God. You see, for Paul in this letter, he emphasizes these two concepts, this idea of knowing God and showing God. For Paul, he sees these issues in the church and he knows for him that it can all be restored and renewed through this understanding of who God is and who we are and understanding that as we know who we are, that that will reflect in the way that we live. For some of these people in this church, there were, there were all knowledge and no showing and for others was all showing and no knowledge. But for Paul, he saw these two realities and he think, and he was doing his best to combine them. What I love about this letter is that as short as it is, Paul goes into great detail about the knowledge and about the actions of showing. And right now, we're not going to get into all of that because this is the introduction. But I want us to think about these things as we journey into this letter. This idea of knowing God and showing God. You know, as we, as we go into this letter, would we be open to the things of Christ? Would we be open to hearing from Him? Would we be open to, to renewing our understanding? And would we also be willing to take actions that may be different than what we thought we should be taking? So I don't know where you find yourself today. But I hope that there's something in this uh, message, even though it's short, that has spoken to you today, that has maybe affirmed some feelings that you were scared to admit, or maybe you just are able to hear this message and be intrigued about what the rest of this letter has to say. 
But in order for us to get into those things, you'll have to listen to later episodes. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope you have found encouragement through it. If you're wanting to stay connected and up to date with this podcast, the best way to do this is to subscribe to this channel and to follow us on our Instagram page at the JMPcast. I hope you will consider joining me as we dive deeper into this question of what does it look like to live in our identity in Christ and to actively participate in the Father's kingdom that's in our midst. Have a great day.